Welcome back to Deborah's Corporate Heart Talk and I am back. How have you been? So I'm back with my normal episodes, guys. My name is Deborah, and it's so good to have you on today's podcast episode. So today, guys, I'm going to be talking about anxiety about your career or your day-to-day job. Now, it's very, very important to talk about anxiety. I don't even know when I started getting anxiety. To be honest, I think I've always been in it. I always get anxiety. And I think everybody's experienced anxiety or being anxious about stuff. You know, there's good anxious and there's bad anxious. You know, good anxious is maybe having a party and you're anxious, you're excited, you're thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen? And there's also a bad one where you just have a bad feeling that something bad is going to happen, things are going to go wrong. Like These are not um, your typical um, medical terminology. This is just me. This is Deborah's understanding of these of these issues. So, so the first thing is that let's just talk about anxiety, like what it means to have an anxiety. So, yeah. I feel like maybe at some point everyone has had anxiety, everyone has been anxious about stuff, but I feel like as I've gotten older, it it has just become much more identifiable in my day-to-day life, you know, um, and I'll give you an example, and I'm the type of person, if maybe somebody tells me, look, I'm going to call you, we need to have a meeting, I don't know somehow it's like we need to have a meeting about what tell me now what is it you know and the meeting could just be about oh my god i love your bag your bag is so beautiful your your hair is so nice and it could be a positive meeting it could be a meeting about how well i'm doing or how they want to how sorry how they want to give me more money but the moment you tell me we need to have a meeting or we need to have a chat I'm calculating in my head what the problem is, what the issue is, is something bad about to happen. So for me, just from my own little understanding, it's quite a touchy subject actually, that I feel like it's just the feeling of what is at stake is about to go wrong, you know. As a young adult, you wake up every day just like wanting things to go right. And I feel and I feel like the more you want to get it together, the more you have this feeling that it might go wrong. You know, like let's just say for the sake of the content of what this podcast is about, let's just say you've been looking for a job for like a long time. You finally get that job. You finally got that money. You finally have that colleague. You finally have that friendship at work. If you do suffer from anxiety or something, you will always think that's going to go away. You will always feel like you're going to lose that because you waited so long for it. And I could be wrong. I could be really, really wrong. But the, the, being anxious is something that is normal. Like... It's normal to the human body, like, it's normal to the human functionality, like, from a young age, you know. I even remember, like, you know, back in the day, like, when you was younger, 
you know you maybe you've been away all summer and it's time to go back to school and you know I remember I used to get all my clothes our highness you know we'll get ready my brother my sister all of us you know maybe we would go shopping I don't remember if we would go shopping but we might have some new school stuff you know school shoes school bags and we'll pack them all up and we'll put them you know I, I remember I used to lay my um my clothes on this brown chair in my room my bag everything my hair is all done and I would remember like when I go to bed I mean, I can remember when I would go to bed, I would be really, like, excited. Definitely excited because I'm going to see all my friends and, you know, a new school year. But there's all of that sense of fear or anxiety as well. Oh, my God. Because, you know, six weeks is a long time, you know. Oh, God, this episode. Maybe I'm just making myself come across weird. But six weeks is a long time, like, you know. Maybe when you go back, people are not going to be your friend anymore. You're not going to know your work anymore. And also, when you go back, that's when they're going to move you up a set. Move you, move you down a set. That's when you're going to change teachers. And all those feelings will just come rushing through me. And I remember I just wouldn't be able to sleep. I'd be turning and turning. And... And and that type of stuff. And um, for me, that is anxiety. And that would happen to you when you're young, you know. And um, of course, there's more, like, this is just the basic. I'm not even, I'm not even going to go into the medical side of it. Like, because I know people have serious, you know, anxiety disorder where, you know, they're having panic attacks, where they're being hospitalised, where it's actually a mental health issue, where they can't even live their day-to-day life. And I think this happens a lot. And I even remember when I had my daughter, you know, I was just not well, I was in a really bad space. And I remember, like, even just stepping out of the house was a scary activity for me to do. I remember my mum came once, you know, when my daughter had grown up. I remember I didn't used to go out that much with my daughter until she was, like, four months. Like, I didn't confidently go to the play centres. I remember the first, like, weeks, like, I was scared to leave the house. Like, I felt weird having a buggy. Like, I just went through this fear. But anyway, I'm just giving you, like, a general feeling about this anxiety stuff. So, but then that said, you know, of course, we all know the whole purpose of this podcast is just talk about life, not even life, just work life and stuff like that. And on Google, it basically said anxiety, a feeling of worry, nervousness or unease about something with uncertain outcome. That's just a general, a general meaning or of what the word anxiety means but there's more medical terms you know i'll be honest i've gone to the doctors and he's said to me oh you know what do you want me to give you some some medication to help you you know with this type of stuff and i'm like "Mm, no i'll see I'll, i'll figure it out and i did figure it out anyway Back to the purpose of this episode for this for this um um week is 
do you have anxiety about your career or your job? And if you do, I surely do. I've been having these anxieties since I got my NI number, since I got my NI card, since me and my best friend used to walk around Blue Water looking for part-time jobs, you know. They came to a time where everybody was getting part-time jobs and it just felt like they wasn't giving it to me, you know. I remember being young, like, everybody had a part-time job. I remember one of my friends, she, she had a part-time job. She was working at Greg's. My other friend was working at this place in in Blue Water. And you, you just realise that that is what life is about. Life is about stages. Life is about, you know stage you know sometimes it's when is it going to be your time when is it going to be your stage you know and when is it when are you going to have that stage in your life and I remember loads of people had part-time jobs and I never had one you know I remember I used to drop my cv everywhere and I never had one but luckily I'm glad I didn't because could I have even coped with a part-time job so what I'm saying is I've always had anxiety about career and my job. And I remember at 18, I got my first part-time work um, at Primark. I got a part-time job at Primark. And that was a good experience for me before I went to uni. So yeah, um, having anxiety about work and your career it's not a bad thing and it's not a good thing you know but it's something that is there it's something that we can that we, we should talk about so this episode i'm just gonna talk about maybe like just what i do what i've been doing to help me and it might help you too in no order but I just jotted it down, like, when I think about the anxiety that I may have about my job, about my career, how do I get by? So, number one is a very easy one, and it's take each day as it comes. Now, this comes from my background of temping. You know, if you have anxiety about work and career, temping is the worst place to be. And I think even maybe because I attempt quite a lot in my career and I freelanced a lot and I did casual work a lot, it really made me feel uncertain. So temping, I've I've done an episode on temping before, I think. Can I have a look at it? No, maybe I haven't. Temping, part-time work, all that type of stuff. Temping is one of those jobs, one of those, you know, place where... It's a contract type of work, right? So you go in today, you might not come in tomorrow, you might not come in the day before, and you could go in one day and the next day you're not allowed to come back again or they don't need you anymore. So you can imagine, that's a very intense environment. You know, you don't want to upset somebody. You you can't really be too free. You can't be too comfortable. You can't be too relaxed. Because if you're too relaxed, they might not like it. If you're too stiff, they might... You just don't know where you are. So you're in limbo a lot of the time. And sometimes you do get a contract role, a temping role, slash a contract role that feels like eternity. It feels like you are going to be working here forever. So at some point for me, 
it was very, very important to just take each day as it come. If the day I go into work will be my last day at work, then it's my last day. What I needed to do was to make sure I do my best work with what resources I've been given and to the best of my ability. Yes, I know that sounds really corny, but you need to take each day as it comes. And I still do that now in my job, in my career. Like, I might have a big vision of where I want to be, but I still need to focus on today. I need to focus on delivering the best service, the best um the best in what I'm supposed to do today. Tomorrow is there, the future is there, but today I need to focus on that. And that involves taking each day as it comes. Um, especially when you work in a role that's dynamic or in a role that's demanding. You have to keep your your head above waters. You have to pick your battles. You have to take each day as it comes. You can't overthink it. You can't be too emotional. And that's actually weird coming from me. Because I'm, if you're really close to me, I am an emotional walking beast. Everything is emotional. Everything is personal. But funny enough, I have learned to manage that really well in my corporate life I don't even like a lot of people that I work with I don't even let them offend me that much unless it's really really um you know tough or a really really tough scenario you know I just look at you like a persona I'm a persona I deal with you and you have to be able to take some emotions out of it. And if you don't take emotion out, you have to learn to manage your emotions. And even if you want to display emotions, you have to display emotions in a very safe environment. I'm going to talk about what I mean by safe environment, maybe in another episode. Like, you can display emotions. I believe you can display emotions at work. But you need to assess that environment. And one way to display an emotion is through relationships. If you have good relationship with people at work, you can display emotions. You can let your voice to be heard. But the key thing is that to manage being anxious about your job or your career, you need to take huge days as it comes. And especially in the world of business where things change every minute. Oh my God. Like... I could wake up one day and I can go into work and I could be told that someone's leaving. I could be told that we're not doing this anymore. I can be told that this is not working that way anymore. Like a lot can happen. In that type of environment, you need to take each day as it comes. You can't think, you know, you got to think ahead, but you can't think too much ahead. That's one. The next point I've put down is positive and can-do attitude to task and challenges now historically even with people that i've spoken to even when i was younger if you don't know how to do something the automatic thing to do is to just be sad about it or to be anxious oh my god maybe someone has told you to do something and you've never done it before you really shouldn't be sad or be anxious about that task you should have a general positive and can do attitude about it and i know People write this on their CV, but you need to practice this every day. You never say no to a task. You must take a task on. Give it your crack. Give it your crack. Give it the best crack. Try. Look into it. 
and always be ready to go back because you don't want to spoil things you don't want to make things bad always be prepared to go back to the person say look this is what i've done or i don't understand or can you help me any further rather than burying your head or 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 hiding from work or hiding from duties or pushing things to other people you need to have a positive can-do attitude because if you have like some kind of nervous or attitude about a task or a duty you're never going to push yourself to the next level you need to be open you need to be ready you know I'm always like, oh, do you know do this? I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I don't know how to do it. I, I may not have a great understanding of it, but I would explore it. And then when I'm stuck, I would ask for help. And I would even, you know, I've been one of those people where if it's something that is within my remit, like if I didn't know it, I would take time extra out of work, weekend. Actually, it's a bit harder to do that now because my life just feels jam-packed but in the past you know I remember when I saw this company and I had to do a lot of excel stuff a lot of my weekend I would try and learn excel on youtube and by the time I got into work it was easier for me to do whatever task I needed to do so having a positive and can-do attitude because you have a positive and can-do attitude the nervousness the anxiety will reduce about the, the attitude you know the tasks or whatever and so yeah, the third point that I've put in here is build relationships with colleagues and managers. Like for me, it's so important for me. Like because I've had I've worked with different different people in the past, I've been in an environment that I've come to learn that it's such an important factor to actually learn to want to build relationship with good colleagues and managers. Like everyone that I work with, as much as we have to keep the professional decorum, I actually see them as my friend. I feel like there are people that I can just call up one day and be like, right, let's go have a drink. Let's go and do this. And we probably won't even talk about work. We might bitch about things happening in our work, but we could legit just hang out and not talk about work. And building relationship, even it doesn't have to be like, you have to be best friends and you have to be pally-pally, but get to know the people. And of course, not every work environment encourages this, which means you need to find yourself in an environment that does encourage this like the people I work with I feel like I have a relationship with them so even if I I don't go to bed thinking oh my god I have to deal with these people tomorrow I actually go to bed thinking okay if they pop up tomorrow yeah they pop up you know what I mean like I have a manager she doesn't stay in the UK but she always comes to the UK every now and then and like I realize that Every time she's coming, I'm never nervous. I'm a bit, like, excited, but I'm never really, like, overly nervous. It's more excitement and, like, oh, my God, oh, she's coming, she's coming. And funny enough, even if I am nervous that she's coming, by the time she leaves, I feel so liberated because I don't see her all the time. So when she comes, I remember, like, you know, she never has time because she's really busy. But it's just always fun. Like when she when she leaves me, I feel so positive about my job, about my role. Like she she just it's as if when she comes, she just drops a burst of energy in me. <laughs> Shout out to my friend that had a drink with burst of energy. Yeah. It just feels like she drops a burst of like she just drops something awesome in me. And I feel like I can conquer the world. And when you see what that does, that means that any feeling that I might have of uncertainty 
about her, about my role, about my job, whatever, it goes away because I've built a relationship but we have a relationship. Don't get me wrong, I'm not texting her and right sending jokes and memes. I just know her. Like I've just related with her. You know, I know she has, you know, X amount of children. I know she's in a relationship. I know she does this, I know she does that, you know, she knows about me, you know. And that type of stuff can really help you not to be anxious. Um so now before I talk about the last two points um three points actually I've got three more points I know in some environment all of this might just come across as a BS I know <laughs> I know all of this might be just like this is BS Deborah like nobody's got time to be doing all of this the environment that I work in is a vicious one so which brings me to my next point that you just need to have a coping mechanism even if you work in an environment that's vicious and your anxiety level is 100 and everybody's they're smashing each other's head on a wall you need to have your own personal coping mechanism and what I mean by coping mechanism is how do you start your day how do you survive each day like for me I start my day with like a cup of tea (laughs) a cup of tea I start my day if I'm in the office I start my day trying just saying hello to people I start my day with a to-do list I start my day by giving myself set times for certain tasks you know like I, I start my day like by just you know, learning to just ignore things, you know, like, especially with work, you know, you have emails, people send emails, people send messages, sometimes it can be, it just sounds off, and then sometimes when you speak to them, they sound off, and you're just like, oh my god, what have I done, but you just got to realise that you got to let go, you know, if someone sends you an email, and they've put exclamation marks on it, or they've put so much text on it, or they sound condescending, like, do you want to sit there and be thinking about how they are being rude or how they're upsetting you or how they're doing this? Or do you just want to let it go? And my coping mechanism in that is letting it go. And I find it easier to let things go at work than in my personal life. Because at the end of the day, work is work. Like, But my personal life, this is my life. This is my life before work. So, there's just some things that you need to have a good coping mechanism. You need to let things go. And to also help with your anxiety with your career or your job as well, is being vocal. And this is what I was saying before about a safe environment. You need to be vocal. Even if it's vocal with your colleagues where you can just, oh, well, you know, you can discuss the project. Being able to be vocal and also when you're vocal, it, it also involves you listening. Because what you're going through, if you vocalise it in a good way, like I'm not saying going around talking about other colleagues, saying that they're effing this, effing that, no. But if you are able to vocal what your work entails or what your day-to-day entails, you can hear other people's opinion. You can hear other people's struggle. Um. In hearing that, you will be able to identify that you'll be able to release some tension because you would realise that you're not alone, you know. And that's why meetings are good, you know, team meetings are good. 
And when people do give you the floor to chime in, chime in, chime in in a good way. Not like, well, we effing hate that person and effing this and effing that. No, chime in, be vocal because that will help you feel less tense and released. Like holding things in, it's not good. Yeah. Okay. Now, the last one. And I've called this anxiety with career and job. And I think a lot of what I mentioned works back to your day-to-day job. But I think just generally, and I'm going to have to do some little plugins here. Generally, the way I've been managing to cope with any form of anxiety that I might have about my future career, my present career, my job, or anything that has to do with how I put money on the table, or how I just be a skillful human being and contribute to the universe economically is by having a plan and a vision. And I might have to say having a personal plan and a personal vision. I have fallen victim in the past of just not having any plan, not having any vision. When I was much younger, you know, when you go and work with people, you rely on them. You believe, that, oh, that's my manager. They're going to look out for me. Oh, I work for this company. The company's going to look out for me. Right, please. Nobody's looking out for you. Nobody cares what you want to do with your life. Like, nobody cares. Do I wake up in the morning and start thinking about my one of my colleagues' career in 20 years' time? I don't even remember them until I have to do something for them. Like, not that I don't remember them. I'm just saying that nobody cares about your career, about your life, but you. So because it's only you that cares about it, you need to have a plan for it. And I realised the more I start having plans that probably doesn't have anything to do with what's happening now, the more plans I have about my future, about my career, about my vision the less anxious I feel because I feel like everything right now is just a journey. It's a journey. And that is really helpful. Even if it's just having a plan for the next five years, like where you want to be, where you want to go. Like right now, I am in coaching. I've been talking about my coaching for such a long time now. And it's so expensive. That's why I haven't finished it. But before the year runs out, I will be done with coaching. I would have done my six sessions of coaching. And each coaching session has been really, really helpful. And I'm hoping that in 2020, I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to have a plan of what I've done with my coach. And I'm going to go back on it every single day. So what I've done with my coaching, with my coaching, me and my coach, we have a five years plan for me. That does not disturb what I do now, and that does not enhance what I do now. It's a my five years plan. So even whatever happens in my job, whatever happens in my career right now, it can't really rattle me so much because I have plans, I have visions, I have goals. Many people, they don't have visions, they don't have goals. They just go to work every day, hoping and, and desiring. So if that gets pulled under their rug, they, that's, that's why they're so scared about the future. That's why they're so anxious. 
So please, 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 please try and just think about your health when it comes to work. There's so many ways you can have a coping mechanism. You can work part-time. You can work evenings. You can work from home. You can work from home. You can work with nice people. Even when you go for job interviews, look at the company. Like Companies have personalities. Companies have culture. You can't just go and be applying for jobs and be like, yeah, I like this company. No, do you really like them? They don't care that you have children. They don't don't, don't, don't have fruits and vegetables. Of course they don't care about your well-being. They don't have a a vending machine in the building. They expect you guys to get up and go and buy snacks and bring it back to your desk. Not that that's the worst thing that could happen, but I'm just saying that nowadays those are the things that matters. Those are the things that matters. Like, I met someone the other day and they said to me, if you want to know how good, because I've got a little girl, if you want to know how good a nursery is, go and look at their toilet. Because if they can pay attention to their toilet, they will definitely pay attention to your child. And I thought, hmm, good tip. But in a way, you can apply that in other areas. If people are not caring about, you know, I know people, they, they have managers that, God forbid, they're sick for the day. They're made to feel bad that they're sick for the day. You know, or they have places where they work that, you know, there's no snack, there's no treat, there's nothing. Like, I have a friend, he works with some a manager that just seems such a vile human being. Like, some of the things that my, my friend says about his manager, oh, my God, it got so bad, they had to tell him that they didn't want a Christmas party anymore. They just want the money. Because apparently what this man would do is his own business. He would literally do an office Christmas party, invite all his friends to it, they would all drink and have such a great time, and the employees are just like, why are we at this party? This is your party for your friends. And you are saying that this is a Christmas party for all of us, and you're financing your friends to drink with the money that we've worked so hard for over the years. We don't want your party. Stuff your Christmas party. Give us the bonus instead. Like, that must be a very toxic environment to work where your boss just feels like you can treat people anyhow anyway guys the key thing i just want to say is have a plan have a vision because when you have that trust me your anxiety level will just will drop because the reason why your anxiety you're you're anxious in it first was because you it's like the fear of the outcome the fear of the unknown but if you have a plan you don't really you your fear of not knowing what's happening is is much it's much will be a little bit more reduced because you have some plan. Of course not all those plans may go accordingly but at least you have a plan. So guys please 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 take it easy and um if you do feel like you suffer from really really bad anxiety um go to the doctors Go to the doctors before it's too late. Let your doctors know. And if you're lucky that you have a good doctor. And I'm really about building a relationship. I have a great doctor. Like, it's a, it's, it's a doc. Like, you know, like in the UK, you don't really have a personal doctor like that. But I feel like my doctor's personal. Like, I go to him. He's my G. And 
I'm actually nervous leaving where I live because I might not be able to be his patient anymore. Like, he's a great doctor. Go to your doctor, have a chit-chat with him or her, and hopefully, if you, you know, he will help you, you know, get better. And also, try and do some coaching. Try and get some coaching done. If you need, if you need a career coach, let me know. I'll introduce you to my coach, okay? So, guys, I've got to go now. Um, it's been a great episode. And, you know, like I always say, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you're at. But all I want you to do is keep going. And guess what? Your big break is around the corner. Until next time. Goodbye.